Glad you chose to tune in to another power-packed message by Dr. Maxwell Holland. If you are enjoying these podcasts, then connect with him on Facebook at Maxwell Holland. Thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoy today's message. Glory be to Jesus. What a wonderful morning out here in South Africa, Johannesburg. Um, it is a great pleasure. It is a great honor. It is a great privilege to come into your house this morning, being a part of you and part of the fellowship with all the sons and the saints across the globe. Glory be to Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Won't you shade? Won't you invite somebody in? Won't you be a blessing to someone else? And let's stir up faith. I am excited about the season. I'm excited that we can actually form part of this family of God. It is something that is a something really dear to our hearts concerning the family of God, concerning the kingdom of God and why God has birthed us and called us for a time such as this. I trust that you are excited and that you are ready for the word this morning. We trust in God for tremendous breakthroughs and just to settle some issues in our hearts concerning who he is, who we are to him and how important this moment is before the Lord. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you this morning for the anointing that breaks the yoke of bondage. Father, we thank you this morning for your precious word. Father, your word we've hidden in our hearts that we may not sin against you. I pray today as I make sounds, you make sense. Lord, establish us in your kingdom. It is your good pleasure to give us your kingdom, Father. I pray today that you'll touch every heart and every mind, everybody that's feeling alone, Father. I pray that you'll come and heal the brokenhearted, that you'll touch every heart and every mind. We look to you as the author, the developer, and the finisher of our faith. We trust you, and our faith is in a living God. You are our Father, and thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, that our Father knows we are in need of these things, and you've made provision for it in your kingdom. We love you. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. We are touching on the family mountain. We are speaking about that in the season. And it is important for you to be established in God's kingdom and to know who you are in his kingdom so you can function in this world. The kingdom of heaven is forever advancing. And God wants you a part of his kingdom. He born you, he sent you into his kingdom. You've been born and brought into a, the kingdom for the time such as this. I I'm going to, um, and in the book of John chapter 2, and let's read from verse 1. On the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And when they ran out of wine, when they ran out of options, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. Jesus said to her, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to his servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Now there were six, there were set there six water pots of stone, according to the manner of purification of the Jews, containing 20 or 30 gallons apiece. And Jesus said to them, fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. And they took it. 
when the master of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and he said to him, every man at the beginning sets out the good wine. And when the guests have well drunk, then the inferior, you've kept the good wine until now. There is a word right now for somebody. You thought your job was the best thing that you had. You thought your last season was the best season that you had. And it looks like you've run out of options. But I've got word for somebody this morning that God is saying that your best days are now. God's about to change and turn and convert things. Whatever you've been through, your fight and your struggle. I am sensing that God's about to shift somebody. There's a conversion going to take place because in this kingdom family, I'm ahead of myself already. I want you to know that your best days are now. God wants you to know that can somebody lift up their hands right now and begin to praise the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Can somebody lift up their hands towards their Father in heaven and begin to believe with Him right now and believe with us right now that your best days are now. They are starting now. This is the month of July. You can experience breakthrough upon breakthrough. Whatever setback you've had as a family, whatever setback you've experienced as a child, of God, I am believing God with you that you're going to experience a breakthrough on every side, that God's going to show forth and bring forth his best now. Come on, somebody type in there, my best days are now. The, the world's going to see that God has prepared you, that God has set you aside, that God has worked inside of you, that God was preparing you for a time such as this. This beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed him. Oh my God, oh my God. Can you understand kingdom family? This is the title of my sermon this morning. You belong to a kingdom family and in this kingdom family, all you'll experience is conversion. You're going to find that God will, will always take a bad situation and convert it and turn it for your good. This is kingdom manifestation. My God. Jesus is about to come. Look at the conversion. He's from a little boy. Now he's been baptized in the water. He was presented as a child that was born, but now the son is presented. Glory be to God because it is the manifestation of sons. It is when God takes somebody that is a baby in the kingdom of God and begins to pour inside of them the water of, his, of the word. That's the conversion. That's part of the conversion. And he brings out the conversion. He takes out what was ordinary, something that is ordinary. And as why we are preaching to you, this is an, like an ordinary thing. As a pastor, there's nothing that is really happening in my life. It seems like nothing's happening. Every time I get online. It's just, I'm getting, what is God doing? You six is the number four man. And so six water pots is significant. It's really significant. Jesus is about to manifest his glory. He's about to come into his new season, but he's also showing some other revelation in here. Is, is that number one is that this is a kingdom that converts people. It breaks you out from poverty and brings you to prosperity. It breaks you out of loneliness and puts you in a family. This is the conversion that takes place. If your mother and your father forsake you, then the Lord will take care of you. This is a kingdom manifestation because God will always convert you. He's always got a plan for you. He's got, a, he's got a plan to prosper you. He's got a people to connect you with. He's got, uh, he's, he's, he's so glorious in what he's done. God's plan is so awesome. And all of it is found in the kingdom of God. Glory be to God. Six is the number for man. So look at the process. He says, put water into the pots, water pots. 
And he says, then as you go, I mean, look, man, when they were pouring it, it was still water. It was still, it was still something ordinary. But as they went, it became a conversion. It converted, it, there was a conversion that took place into something else. What is the word conversion? I did a bit of a, just, you know, the most simplest form of understanding. It's the process of changing or causing something to change from one form to another. That's a conversion. You were not just supposed to be saved to go to heaven. There was supposed to be a conversion on the inside of you. Something must be different about you. You are not alone anymore. Your image is set in the kingdom of God. You belong. You are adopted. You, are, you belong to a family. An adopted child is a wanted child. What is this conversion? It's the fact of changing one's religion or beliefs. Here's another, here's another version of conversion. It's the, the fact of changing one's religion or beliefs or the action of persuading someone else to change theirs. It's not, it's, about, it's, not, it's not about conforming. It's not about being the same like you were before. It's not like, like, like not having a family, not like having brothers and sisters. This is what God, the first thing that he does is he sets you up in a family. That's why Jesus could say, let us pray what? Our father, not my father, because we belong to a kingdom family. You belong to a kingdom family. And in this kingdom family, I want you to know that today. That conversion takes place here. There is a way that you can become great in God's kingdom. But you must be willing for the word of God to fill you. It is important that you set your time aside to study God's word. Because what is God doing in the season? And I... I, I the, the word of God that has been poured in our hearts. The things that God has been doing in and in. A, it's like we're ordinary people. There's nothing special about us. But what is changing us? It's the word of God. It's alive. It's able to change your situation. It's able to change our lives. Because this is the family we belong to. You know, this family would have been embarrassed. And it, it, it would have been remembered that these, this family, they ran out of wine. It, was an, it would have been embarrassment for their family name. Jesus came into a family situation that would have been an embarrassment and he converts it. Are you hearing the word of the Lord this morning that I don't know what family you've been born into. I don't know what your mother and your father did. I don't know what past mistakes were made in your family. But God's when he brings you into his into this family, he saves you from embarrassment. Come on. He saved me from embarrassment. He set me up as a son of God. He set me differently. I don't know what the enemy told you, how your life's going to end and your family's going to end. No child of God. You belong to a kingdom family. And in this kingdom family, you've come to a great house. I'm moving ahead of myself. I, God's going to convert you. God's going to change you. God, you're not going to be the same. You could have been born into poverty. But in this family, there's only prosperity. You could have been broke, busted, and disgusted. This family that you belong to is royalty. Can somebody begin to believe the Lord this morning that you are royalty? You're not going to die the same way you were born. You were born into poverty. You were born into a divorced family. You were born by yourself. You were born into a, a mess. But no. God's taking you from the dirt you come from and he's going to set you up as a son and a daughter of God and become all that God has called you to be. I feel excited. I belong to a family. I am also a father of my children. I'm a father to spiritual children, but I'm also a son of a living God and my father loves me. Come on, somebody. Your father loves you. We belong to a family of winners. For as Jesus is, so are we in this world. You are here to overcome in every 
area of your life and it does not matter where you are right now. A conversion is going to take place. It doesn't matter what has happened to this pandemic. A conversion is taking place. We're coming out in a different form. We're coming out. That's the reason why you cannot crucify Jesus the, as he is. You can put his flesh on the cross on a Friday, but there'll be a resurrection Sunday when the Christ, the resurrected Christ manifests for the world to see. Come on, somebody. You belong to a family that we know we will never be the same again. We're never, it's not just about being saved. It's about being converted. It's about becoming all that God has called you to be. It's about coming into your gift. It's about manifesting. This is what it says. The, this was the beginning of signs Jesus did in Canaan of, Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory. Are you listening, child of God? For thine is the kingdom. What is the kingdom? It's a place of family. It's God's family. It's a kingdom family. What does God add to it? He adds power. What's the power for? The power is for conversion. That's why he gives you power to get wealth. He gives you power to come into your destiny. He gives you power to become all that is called you to be. Oh, for as many as received him, to them he gave power to become children of God. Do you, are you hearing me? It's the power. What's the power for, pastor? It is for conversion, child of God, because it then leads to glory. Somebody's got to hear me this morning. This was the beginning of science Jesus did in the cane of Galilee. He was born as a child, raised as a child, found in, in the temple as a child, studying, being about his father's business. Then 30 years old, now comes the manifested, manifested son. And he manifested his glory. For thine is the kingdom. The power is for conversion and the glory so the world can see you differently. I hope somebody's hearing me. You're in a kingdom, you're in a family, but in this family, nobody remains stagnant. Well, it, people do. People don't want to grow. It's like children that don't want to grow in a family. They always want to, they, they never want to develop their gifts, never want to become what, you know, it's, <clears throat> let me explain to you what I'm saying to you. Ah. <sighs> 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 20. Go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 20. It says, but in a great house. Do you understand you belong to a great house? Listen to the family conversation here. You belong to a house. You got saved. Did you pay for your conversion? No, you didn't. But God brought you. He delivered you from the kingdom of darkness. And he brought you into the kingdom of his, of his son. You are, you, are, you, you are shifted into a different house. You have shifted into a different family. You're not alone. You belong. You're a child of a living God. Somebody used to praise the Lord right there. But in a great house. Listen, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. So there are people in our family. Just because you're in a great house does not automatically mean you become great. You decide. Listen to what it says. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel of honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. In this house, we have vessels. They choose not to do anything for God. Does God love them? Absolutely. Because God is love. But they're not useful for God. God doesn't decide who becomes useful. God doesn't decide in this house who becomes 
um, who's, who's, who becomes a vessel of honor. God doesn't decide who becomes sanctified, who becomes useful for him. No. Whether you remain wood and clay or whether you become a vessel of gold and silver is not up to God. It's up to you. Because greatness is not automatic in this house. You're in a great house. But your greatness is not automatic. Look at Jesus. He's, he's in this, this house. He's sent by the Father. But he chooses to develop and become. Can you see that's the process? Of walking out of just having the water of God's word. To becoming useful for a, in a wedding. That becomes powerful. That becomes the best. Because when God pours his water, his word on the inside of you in his house, and you begin to study his word and become, you, you can become. You can become. He says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. But they can become. They can become. I chose many, many years ago. I'm going to become a vessel of honor. I'm going to make decisions every single day that's going to move me into a place of becoming a vessel of honor for the kingdom of God. I've sat, sat under the word for the last 15, 18 years. Uh, I'm born again more than 20 years, but made a choice to, to travel to certain places. It costs us so much. What does it mean? That greatness you, you get to develop in the house of God. I'm ahead of myself again. Let me say this to you. Greatness is not a worldly principle. But a kingdom principle. This kingdom is large enough for anyone and everyone to become great. Anyone and everyone can become great in this kingdom. You don't have to be jealous about anybody. If you do your part, this kingdom is available for you. The Bible says in Colossians 1.13, he delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his love. It also says... I want to pick this one up for you. Holy Ghost. Matthew chapter 18, verse 1 and 3. Listen how powerful this is in the kingdom of God. Look, man, your conversion when you said yes to Jesus Christ, that was automatic. It became, it, was, it had nothing to do with you. It had nothing to do with what, who you were. Not your background, not the color of your skin, not your talent, not what that grace, that conversion was Christ by himself. It is, it is by grace that we are saved, not of works, lest anybody should boast. That conversion, God took care of. That bringing you out of darkness, the blood of Jesus Christ took care of that. Here's the deal though. The disciples are having conversations about who's the greatest in the kingdom because Jesus came to bring you into a kingdom. But now I've got to grow in this kingdom. Verse 1 says, At that time the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them. He put it in the midst of them. And assuredly I say to you, and said, surely I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. That means you can be saved and you actually um, on your way to heaven. But you never mature. You never grow up in this kingdom because this kingdom has got levels. 
You need to mature into it. That's the reason why Jesus could only walk out into his ministry. And you see the first sign that he did around converting water into wine is he's showing you that I went through a process because the kingdom is about process. And he says, therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. He puts a child in the middle of them. He says, let me give you the lesson of the kingdom. He says, you need to now become not childish. You need to become childlike. What is, the, what, what is this thing about children and understanding of, of being part of the children of God? A child is teachable. Can somebody say amen? A child, unless we become like, like little children, Unless we become like little children and allow God to develop us. I'm going to get into some of my other notes here. Glory be to Jesus. The importance of this family mountain and understanding the power of this family mountain. Thank you, Jesus. I rebuke you, devil. Take your hand off my, my computer now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The power of coming into his kingdom. He puts a little child in the middle of them. A child must be teachable. A child must be willing to be corrected. A child must be willing to lay their agendas down. Those three things are critical for any child. I mean, the parent decides where the child goes to school. I mean, God decides what family you belong to. Where's the best development for you? Which pastor? Which church? He decides where's the best development for you. Because you must lay your, your genders aside. And for the most people, they cannot be corrected. And that is a, that, that's, a, that's a kingdom problem. You, you know, it's, something is happening so powerfully in the ministry. When I think about the sons and daughters and things that are happening here, we, I've got two testimonies now for you. Two of them. Of pensioners that are operating in business. Because in the Bible, who says that, you know, the world's decided who's pensioners? Not God. This is our family. And anybody at any stage can go and they can be converted. They can go back to a childlike space and say, God, if you teach me and train me, God will make you great. God will set you up for greatness in his kingdom. Because conversion has got to do with the shifting of your mind. And unless we become like little children, this kingdom family is not going to benefit you. Because greatness is not automatic. It does not happen automatic. My God, my God, my God. Every time you come into the kingdom of God, you're finding God is going to take any tough situation and he's going to convert it. You find Joseph who has a dream and Joseph comes out of brothers who rejected him. But God brings him through the, through the process and converts him and becomes prime minister. You watch a man by the name of, of Jacob. Jacob, you know the story. He goes and he swindles his brother and he goes out as, as, as a swindler. Runs from his brother, leaves his father's house, Jacob. Runs into a place, is in with his uncle, who is with him for 20 years. What's, what's the revelation here? No change takes place in, in, in Jacob's life. He changes Jacob's wages 10 times. Every time he changes and gives him an excuse. 
Laban was his uncle. You must understand who is feeding you. Who is speaking to you. Many people don't have fathers in the faith. They've got uncles that they listen to. And I can give you some uncle's names. Uncle T.D. Jakes. Uncle Simon Fertig. Uncle, whatever uncle you like, you take the nice things that they give and you never grow up. Where's your father? Who is the one that is training you up on the blessing to let you know that you must be converted, that you need to change your attitude in your mind, the way you treat the family and the house that God has got you in? Where are you going to grow up? You need to break from this thing because I am telling you the word that God has given us for the nine month, nine, last nine, uh, three, three months, we're seeing people converted. We're seeing ordinary people doing extraordinary things. We're seeing people that are tithing way beyond what they used to get before the lockdown. Look what the Lord he's doing come on child of God listen to the power of this thing let me get into what this thing with Jacob because you know Jacob he says this is this is this is Jacob the generation of those who seek your face Jacob is is the birthing of the whole house of Israel I mean the conversion takes place from Jacob the swindler God he has an encounter with God and God changes his name to Israel prince with God it's a conversion Everything about this kingdom is about converting the family that you were not supposed to stay the same. I come against this enemy and the lie of the enemy, this COVID and all that the enemy has brought to bring you on lockdown. Your faith is not on lockdown. You are a child that belongs to a family that don't, it looks like something. It's just so ordinary. It looks like nothing's happening for us. For 20 years, this boy is having his, his, his wages changed. And then he realizes I have a father. His name is Abraham, a grandfather. And my father's name is Isaac. And the blessing is on me. And the blessing brings power for conversion. He says, look, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I, I'm, I need to go. His father, listen, 20 years, he's been swindled. <laughs> I need to get into this just a little bit. Genesis chapter 30. Let me get in here. Listen to, listen to his. Um, listen to this conversation. It came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph that Jacob said to Laban, I'm in, I am in Genesis chapter 30 and verse 25. It came to pass when Rachel had born Joseph that Jacob said to Laban, send me away that I may go to my own place and to my own country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I've served you and let me go for you know my service which I've done for you. And Laban said to him, please stay. If I found favor in your eyes, for I've learned by experience. I've learned by experience. The world knows that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Some of you don't understand that the blessing is on this family. That companies can't go down because you are there. Some of you, God's going to wake you up. To the conversion that must take place. That you're no longer a baby. Let's stop people using your gift. Stop using you in places when you don't realize that it's time and a season where a conversion must take place for you and your family. This is what Jacob did. He says, I've learned by experience that the Lord has blessed me for your sake. Then he said, name me your wages and I'll give it. He says, no, you don't understand this thing. I'm tired of you changing my wages. Every time you make a promise. How many of you have been living under the promises of companies, promises of friends, promises of business, promises of things are going to get better, promises by other people? 
Your uncle cannot promise you a thing. You need a family and you need a house to belong to. And Jacob said to him, I know I've served you and how your livestock has been with me. For what you have had, what, for what you had before I came was little. And it increased to a great amount. The Lord has blessed you since my coming. He starts to acknowledge, he says, my God, is, I've been 20 years in this mess. Some of you have been in a, long, a mess for a long time. And then he realizes, he begins to turn this thing on its head. He says, I know when I came here, you were little. And this increased to a great amount. The Lord has blessed you. Some other people are getting the blessing just because you're in their presence. Not realizing it's actually on you. And now, when shall I provide for my own house? He starts to make up his mind. He says, my house, because I belong to a family that is blessed. I'm not going to go and just rent anymore. I'm not going to go and live for someone else anymore. I'm not going to build someone else's own business. I, he says, when shall I provide for my own house? When is God going to establish your family name? When's God going to do it for your family? It's when you wake up from people using you and not realizing you belong to a great house. You belong to a great family. You're going to take the time to study his word. You're going to start to study it as Jesus did. You're going to take the time to go through the process with God and you're going to become all that God has called you to be. Can somebody praise the Lord this morning because your house is blessed. He never even had to go and ask God for anything. He started realizing I'm blessed. Because I belong to a blessed family. You belong to a blessed family. Come on somebody. A kingdom family is a blessed family. It's on you. He was so far from the father's house. So far from the purposes of God. He started to realize. And for some of you. Some of your eyes are beginning to open. Why does my eyes hurt pastor? Because you've never used them before. So he said. What shall I give you? And Jacob said. You shall not give me another wage increase. If you will do this thing for me, I will again feed and keep your flock. Let me pass through your flock today, removing from there all the speckled and the spotted sheep and all the brown ones among the lambs and the spotted and the speckled among the goats. And these shall be my wages. Only find me. There's a certain group here. Make, I don't want your wages anymore. I need a portion of this business. What was he doing? He was coming into a place of conversion. He was starting to wake up and realize in that movie, The Matrix, they start to look at him and he's fighting. And every time he's trying something and he's failing, they knew he was the one. He had to understand he was the one. Come on here. Where are you today? He starts to speak and he says, look. When they started seeing this guy fight in the book, in the, the movie called The Matrix. And they started to see him do some things. Everybody looked at one another. And they started saying, he's starting to believe. It was on him, but he never believed. It was on Jacob, but he never believed. It's on you. When are you going to start believing? I'm believing it is today. You're going to start believing God differently. And you start to realize it's actually on me. The blessing's not out there. It's actually on me. I'm going to start converging. Conver there must be a conversion in this kingdom, in, in this house. Glory be to God. He says, look, the spotted and the speckled ones among the goats and brown among the lambs will be considered stolen if it's with me. And Laban said, oh, that it were according to your word. So he removed that day the male goats 
that were speckled and spotted, and all the female goats that were speckled and spotted, every one that had some white in it, and all the brown ones among the lambs, and gave them into the hand of his sons. And he put three days' journey between himself, Jacob, and Jacob. And Jacob took for himself, verse 37, rods of green poplar and, and of the almond and chestnut trees, peeled white stripes strips in them, and exposed the white which was in the rods. And the rods which he had peeled, he said before the flocks in the gutters, in the watering troughs at the water. My God, my God, my God. Where the flocks came to drink. So they could conceive when they came to drink. Are you hearing the word of God? That every time you come to the water of God's word to actually drink. And you sing it the way God, whatever you're drinking from, it's going to manifest in your life. These, the, so the flocks conceived before the rods and the flocks brought forth street speckled and spotted something ordinary became extraordinary are you hearing the word of the lord then jacob separated the lambs and made the flocks face toward the street and the, all the brown flock of laban but he put his own flocks by himself and did not put them back with laban's flock god created a separation he gave him something little he takes them to the watering trough there were a few flocks but he sets them up from what they see when they drink and when they give birth, they give birth to what they see. The question this morning is, what do you see? Are you seeing it the way God wants you to see? Do you see that you are a child of God? Do you see that dominion belongs to you? Do you see that the kingdom is yours? It's the Father's good pleasure to give you his kingdom. Do you see that we're in a great house? Do you see that you were made for greatness? Do you see that you're not a vessel or ordinary vessel? Do you see it? Do you see it? As I'm pouring this water, what do you see? Do you see royalty? Do you see that you are gifted? Do you see that you belong to a family? Uh, stop complaining. The, the question is, what do you see? What do you see? For we do not look at the things that are temporal. We look to the things that are eternal. That's what, how it works. Because this temporary measure of this temporary pressure we're in is producing inside of us a far more eternal weight of glory. It's producing inside of us. This pandemic is producing inside of us. It's making me greater. It's setting me up for greater purpose. I'm, I'm, I'm ministering to more people. It's in Pakistan. We are praying across the nations. God is calling us to do great things across the globe. Are you not seeing this? What eyes are you seeing? Are you seeing the pandemic? Are you listening to the news? Are you getting fearful? Or are you in the word of God? Because whatever you're looking at, you're eventually going to become. Whatever you are, your eyes are stayed upon, eventually is going to produce in your life. I am telling you, there's, there are business ideas on the inside of you. There's greatness on the inside of you. Oh, son and daughter, listen to me. The Bible says, do not fear little ones. Oh, do not fear. It is your father's good pleasure to give you his kingdom you have the kingdom on the inside of you it's a great house you belong to this is a family thing that God is doing can somebody praise the Lord oh my God oh my God listen it came to pass I'm in verse 41 whenever the stronger livestock conceived that Jacob placed the rods before the eyes of the livestock in the gutters 
that they may conceive among the rods. It's whatever you're looking at, you're going to conceive. When you're looking at fear and you're looking at the COVID and you're looking at people that are dying and you look at all the negativity, negativity, it's going to con you're going to give birth to fear. You're going to give birth to the very thing Jacob, Job said, the very thing I feared has come upon me. You're going to have to look with eyes of faith and begin to believe in this house that you belong to a great house, that your life and your destiny is safe and secure, that when you're having communion, when you belong to this house, you as he is, so are we in this world. You will not die before your time. That is what we are saying right now. This is what we're drinking. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Verse 43. Thus the man became exceedingly prosperous. From renting, from not having, from being in a job, for having wages changed 10 times. Don't you ever believe the lie that the change that the world is promising you is going to bring you into a place of real conversion. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. That's why Black Lives Matter and its, its, its promise does not come from the word of God. That's why it cannot bring true, true, true change. It's only when you come into the kingdom of God. It's only when you walk into the God's kingdom. It's only when you come to this. There is real conversion that takes place. This man became prosperous. In not exceedingly prosperous. And had large flocks. Female and male servants. And camels and donkeys. My God, he left loaded. He left. He came in there with nothing. He came there just for getting a job. And he, of course, looking for this woman. And it turns out that he realizes, I'm chasing after women. I'm chasing after wages. And I don't realize that the blessing is on me. Can somebody begin to understand this morning that the blessing is on you? That you're going to break from the fear of ever running out. If ever that company of wherever you are doesn't have enough, you, number one, you need to, whatever company you're in, they are blessed because you are there. They cannot have COVID. They cannot have sickness. They cannot have disease. They cannot have anybody broke, busted, and disgusted. Nobody dying before their time. Why? Because God's blessing them for your sake. Somebody needs to realize that. If ever the company is going to go down, you must remember that the blessing is on you. If you can break out of your childish ways and come into your sonship, all that is inside of you. Listen, 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 listen. The kingdom was made for hostile environments. Everything about the kingdom. It manifests in a hostile environment. That's why Jesus comes in a time when Rome was hostile to all the nations. In the fullness of time he comes. I don't know what problem you're dealing with right now. I don't know what you've been dealing with as a child of God and, and whatever fight you were in. But let me tell you today that there is a conversion that's taking place. I'm telling you, some of you have been so faithful listening to the word of God. But as you step out, the world is going to enjoy what comes from your life. Your, your, your life is going to become prosperous because you're in a, a place, a family that is not just, I belong to a family. Uh-uh. This is a house where you now look at it as a child. We go to the conversion and we begin to develop in this. We've set aside, we've, 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 we've been faithful to, to, to walk away from things that are unclean and, and follow God's word and come into, look, if others choose not to do that, they, they, but they save pastor, it doesn't matter. You become a vessel of honor. 
You become honorable with your money. You're still sowing in a season when it, there's a little, when a God, I can't even afford to do anything. I don't know what, I mean, I'm hearing about other sons and daughters that never got paid since, since the lockdown. Never got paid. Others had their wages halved. We're hearing about them becoming directors now. We're hearing about how God has prepared them. What did they do? They just sat in the word over and over again. We're hearing how others have been given companies in the season. That had nothing before. What's God doing? Just the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. Until it goes to the brim. Until your mind is renewed. And then when you start to walk, you're going to walk with strategy, kingdom strategy, structure, systems, power to do what? To manifest his glory. I see you, child of God. I see you coming into your destiny. I see you fulfilling your purpose. I see you becoming all that God has called you to be. I see you breaking away from the childish talk, complaining about people and looking at the news all the time. I see you rooted in God's word. I see you being filled up with God's word. I see you wanting to develop and become all that God is. I see you breaking away from that wages that you've been getting and are starting up a business and doing it God's way. No, no, no. Not looking for shortcuts. Not stealing someone else's idea. Because you see something, child of God. You can steal my idea, but you can't duplicate the anointing of God upon my life. No one can do that. It's on me. What I've been through, the processes of God. That's why I don't allow any of the sons in this house to take a shortcut. You don't take a shortcut. The Bible calls it trespassing. When you don't want to go God's way and take his principles, it's trespassing. When you go and you, you know the road around to where you need to be. It's a long way around. But there is a house and a field. And a, someone else's private property. That you can cross through. What are you called? A trespasser. You're looking for a shortcut. Why don't you go God's way in development? Why don't you take the path. With the rest of the sons and daughters of God. Why don't you develop in your gift? Why? Because God is no respecter of persons. In this great house, some of you really need to go because you've been looking to, to, to the lotto, you've been gambling, you've been trying all kinds of shortcuts to try and get to where you need to be. But it is important that you under, pray today that God forgives you of your trespasses. Forgive us our trespasses, trying to take a shortcut to our destinies. Let's carry on with the path with God. Why? Because you are son of God. When God gives it to you, no one can take it away from you. No one can take it. When Jacob got it, it was legal. It was through the system. He, he, he went through the process. And I'm telling you, in 20 years of waiting, when he realized who he was and what was on him, the blessing makes you rich. In one year, he walked out from that business with everything, with his wives, with his house in order. I'm prophesying that upon somebody today. Your house is coming into order. Your house is coming into, into, into order the way God intended. You, you will not live fearful and anxious and people coming and, and, and calls from people saying, you didn't pay your bills, you couldn't afford to do that. No, the blessing of the Lord is on you. There's a conversion taking place today for the sons and daughters in the house of God. You are in a kingdom family. This is the family mountain and there are sons and daughters being trained up in this house can somebody praise the lord this morning i want to give you one more word before i end and one more scripture that i had in my spirit in my spirit for you this morning glory be to jesus glory be to jesus my god i give you praise 
Listen to this in the book of Ecclesiastes. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to this in the book of, of Ecclesiastes. I'm going to give it to you. Glory, glory, glory. Ecclesiastes 10 verse 16 and 17. Woe to you, land, when your king is a child. What's a king for? Dominion, for territory, for authority, a seat of authority, a place of influence. It says, woe to the land. When your child, when your king is a child, never gone through the process. And your princes feast in the morning. You weren't supposed to be buying everything that you want at the beginning of your life as the youth. A child doesn't get all of those things. You must grow up into it. There are industries. There are places that God wants you to grow up in. Blessed are you, O land, when your king is the son of nobles. That means the son has been trained up and been developed. Our land is going to be blessed. Tell me, I tell you why South Africa is in trouble. And even all in Africa. It's because you've got old men that hang on to power for as long as they can. And you have the younger ones reaching for the power to bring the old men out of this thing. But they've not developed themselves. That it shall not be so amongst us. You must grow up as a son of God. Because I'm telling you the day is coming when God is going to present you. I've been sensing this. Pastor Brian even said to me, Pastor, I can sense. Dad, I can sense. If I tell you the number of businesses that have been converted in this season. If I can tell you the number of opportunities that have come. This is the month of opportunity. If I can tell you the number of sons and daughters that are rising up and now possessing their inheritances. It's beautiful to see. Stop trying to take a shortcut. You need to say, Lord, forgive me of my trespassing. Trespassing your laws to get my, to my inheritance. Trespassing. Trespassing what you want me to do for your kingdom and for your glory. Forgive us of our trespasses. That must be in our hearts. Because as a son of God, I've got to go and go through the process. And in every season, if I'm responsible on one level, the reward for being responsible is more responsibility. God will add to you. God will continue to develop you. Stop looking for a shortcut. You are a son of God. And you belong to a family of God. And this, this father is not an irresponsible father. He wants to develop you. He wants to grow you. He wants to train you up. He wants to grab a hold of your inheritance so you can become all that God has called you to be. And when he gives it to you, because he put you there, no man can take you down. Because what God has blessed, no man can curse. You belong to a family blessing. Don't get into other movements and other places and people's ideas. Stick with the kingdom of God. It's a kingdom of love. It's a kingdom of integrity. It's a kingdom of diligence. It's a kingdom of, of, of excellence. It's, a, it's the kingdom of his love. You can't hate on people and live up here. You can't cheat on people and live up here. Stop taking shortcuts. Go through the process and become all that God has called you to be. Father, we just thank you this day. That every son and daughter is receiving this word. For what kind of a son would we be if we do not receive correction? And in the season of correction and training up of the sons and daughters of God. I thank you to be able to eat from this table. And we are, can partake of the blessedness of being in your kingdom. 
I pray today, Father, we know that healing and wholeness with nothing missing and nothing broken belongs to this family. I pray today, Father, that you would now bring the conviction of the Holy Spirit. That, Lord, we'll make the necessary adjustments as the Holy Spirit is bringing the conviction. Father, we know this lockdown has been tough. It's not been like a normal system. But, Lord, you've never left us. You've never forsaken us, God. You know the things we're in need of. And I thank you today, Father, that every son and daughter will make good decisions, even in their private space. In your private space, I pray today that the Holy Spirit will come and visit you in your home, that you will not be found stuck on soulish um, uh, ideas and, 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 and things that brings condemnation. I pray today that you will rise up as a son, awake, awake to righteousness. And do not sin anymore. Know that you are the righteousness of God. Know that your family is a righteous family. Know that you belong to a kingdom family that has got greatness on the inside of you. You will not be found as a vessel that is just pushed to the side, but a vessel of honor for the kingdom of God. You're going to use your gift for his glory. Greatness does not come from this world. Greatness comes from your father. You are in a great house. The blessing of the Lord is on you. And all the, the water of the word that you've been taking in, eventually is going to convert. God has kept the best for last. I see you, Peter, uh, Simon, as a reed, that eventually you turn it to be Peter the rock that God can use for his kingdom and for his glory. I see you. I see you, Esther, who's been fearful, who is a queen that will be set before the whole nation to save a nation. I see God converting sons and daughters. I see you now that God can make you fishes of men. I see you being converted for the kingdom and for his glory. I see sons and daughters. I prophesy that over this generation. I prophesy this over this, this transition generation, that this is the transition of all transitions. I see you coming into your destiny and into your purpose. I see you, your willingness and your obedience to God. You will eat the good of this land. The kingdom will manifest in you and through you and all around you. I see the greatness of the kingdom coming and flowing through you. Child of God, lift up your hands in repentance before the Lord. If there's ignorance you've walked in or if there's things that you did not know and now you're hearing things for the first time or you've been involved in stuff and you know it's not of God. God is calling you back to this place of repentance where you can go back and present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord, which is your reasonable service. Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of God dwells in you? That you'll now start to spend time in God's word and allow the water of God's word to pour on the inside of you because the season of conversion is, conversion is upon you. Is that what God has promised and where you are right now in the season, it's going to converge and it's going to bring a complete transformation and produce something new on the inside of you and for your family so that you can walk in the blessing all the days of your life. If you do not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, or once you did and you're far from him, God is calling you back into his family, to you to be established in this kingdom family, so you can know who you are and know your responsibility in the kingdom of God. If you've never lived for him and you didn't know that there is a plan that he has, our Father has a plan and a purpose for your life, and God is calling you into this. And there's a people, there is a place, there is a, a, a plan, there is a path that God wants you to travel down. He wants you to be a part of this family. He, Jesus is what Jesus died for, so that you can come in to be a part of his family. And if you receive him, you become part of the family. If, you, if that's you this morning, pray this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, 
I confess that I'm a sinner and I need a savior. I invite you into my heart. I receive you as my Lord and as my savior. Thank you that you are the way, the truth and the life because no man comes unto the father, but through you. I receive you as my Lord and as my savior. Thank you for changing my life. Thank you for delivering me from the kingdom of darkness and into your marvelous light. I'm saved from today in Jesus name. Now you belong to the family of God. For those that are prodigals and that have been far from the father's house, it's time for you to come home. It's time for you to start living out the purpose and the plan and the gifting that God put on the inside of you to become all that God has called you to be. Stop hiding in your sin. Whatever we try to cover, you know, Satan will have it uncovered. But whatever we bring before the Lord, God will cover it. He'll preserve you. He'll protect you. Don't run from God. Run to God. Stop eating with the pigs, living in condemnation, living far from the Father's house. It's time that you come home to the Father's house and receive and be washed off and be given the ring and be given the robe and fresh sandals, a new way of walking and be given the authority that you have. You have an authority in the Father's house. It's time to come home and receive him this morning. I'm praying this morning. Communion elements. Won't you take a moment? Maybe just for those that also, as you're preparing your communion elements, um, it's time that you really get serious about giving into the house of God. Thank you for all those that have been giving and sharing with what they have and being faithful tithers. God's been good to us. God's added other people across the globe to actually add to our, 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 our tithes and offerings and helped us through the season and he's continued to help us. And it's a blessing. Thank you to all of you. For being that. And there are others that are sons. Don't just, don't just walk around the altar like you've got no responsibility. You have a responsibility to sow into the ministry. You have a responsibility. Like I have a responsibility to carry the vision. And to make sure that we can do what God has called us to do. You have a responsibility to sow into this vision. You have a responsibility to pray. It's not just a privilege to be in the kingdom. It's a responsibility. And I'm speaking to sons. I know others will turn off at this point and think, well, no big deal for me. You know, I'm not part of this thing. Yeah, because they're children and, you know, and they, they, they act like children in the kingdom of God. But sons understand the importance of sowing seed and understanding that there's a principle at work that God will convert it. For whatever man sows, he's going to reap. God will make sure that whatever you sow in his kingdom, it's going to come back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. The power of your giving, the power of your serving, the power of your learning is going to create a conversion for you. I promise you. Over testimony after testimony after testimony across the globe, God is doing it. Conversions are taking place. And we're finding people walking with an anointing and the power of the sin. And God is not even taking, listen, that, 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 that wine that came, the best wine, was at least a 20, 30 year process that Jesus could condense into one moment. From water to wine, think about the process. 30 years, 20 years of the best. And he gives them a business. So much wine that they could get into that business and start their own wine business. Look at Laban. 20 years of waiting. 10 months. Converts his business. And he walks out prosperous for him and his family. Are you hearing the word of the Lord today? Go God's way. You always win. No shortcuts. Forgive us our trespasses. Go God's way. 
I'm speaking to you as a father today. And I know those that don't think that I'm a father to them or whatever, they can turn off. But I'm speaking to sons. We are the sons in the house. We are the sons in the house. Because you're valuable, you're giving, you're serving. Don't let the enemy waste your time with wrong relationships. Let's have communion. Let's trust the Lord. Remember, in this family, we have communion. But as often as we do it, we remember the Lord's death until He comes. You, as you break bread, what's the breaking of the bread for? His body was broken so that you can never walk around with brokenness. He came to heal the brokenhearted. How did, how did He fix it? He brought you into a family that's not broken. That's not dysfunctional. Welcome to the family mountain. You belong in here. There's victory in here. You're a child of a living God. There's breakthrough here. There's word for you here. Your image is set here. You walk in victory here. You were made for greatness. You're in a great house. Receive all that God has got for you. Because you'll prosper and be in good health. Even as your soul prospers. So the prosperity in my hands and the healing in my body is dependent upon what's happening in my soul. What is the breaking of the bread for? Is the lover of your soul. Be made whole this morning in Jesus' name. Come on home. Come on home. Washed in his blood. Cleansed. Get back to your prayer life. Get to your prayer closet. Begin to pray. Begin to worship. Bring God into the center. Your father into the center of all your need. Your father knows you in need of these things. Your heavenly father does. Be forgiven. Receive his forgiveness. Receive communion. Receive fellowship. Receive the blessing of the Lord. Now, Father, we thank you for your grace flowing upon this family mountain. Father, we thank you for your spirit moving upon every family in the season to heal and to restore brokenness. I pray today that the mind of Christ will come. I pray that they will understand that who they are, whose they are, and what belongs to them. I pray every son and every daughter will rise up and be made, make a choice to become a vessel of honor in this great house. We know that greatness is not automatic. There's a price to be paid for greatness. We're willing to pay the price. We're not taking shortcuts. We're coming in for all that you have for us. I bless you today. I bless every son and every daughter. I thank you that they walk in victory all the days of their lives. May the mind of Christ come upon you. You're rising up, you're sitting down, you're going out and you're coming in. The blessing of the Lord is upon you. The strength of his kingdom is coming upon you. The power of his kingdom is upon you. You are coming out of every kind of bondage and you're coming in to walk in victory for the kingdom of God. It's time for you to manifest the glory that's on the inside of you. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. We love you. We see you online. We keep praying, keep connecting, and we'll see you soon. God bless you.